Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. Hall party tickets, 810. Oh, yeah. Another week of that. Closing in, though. Mm-hmm. It's May 26th is that big show. Yeah, that'll come fast. Yeah. A couple weeks. Mother's Day is this weekend. Get Mama card. Oh, yeah. Or nominate her for the Locker Room Mother of the Year contest. Even better than a card. <laughs> it costs you nothing. Details at 957cruisefm.ca. <laughs> Um, Jimmy had an event on the weekend that I want to talk about. He's not here right now. He so missed we'll, his bus. Yeah, so he'll be here later. So we'll deal with that when he gets in here. Um, but uh, you know what? He did a really good job. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to play audio from uh, okay. his presentation at that Walk So Kids Can Talk event on Sunday. Um, outside of that, Dr. Locke in the house today. I'm going to deal with your blood pressure. And get that lowered? Yep. And um, we'll deal with this. May 8th, 1970, the Beatles' 12th and final album dropped. Then that was it. That was all. Oddly. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, I want to kick off the show by playing the audio from your little speech at Walk So Kids Can Talk on Sunday. It's a kids' help phone fundraiser that they do annually. And based on your involvement through Pink Shirt Day with uh, Kids Help Phone, they asked you to actually make a bit of a presentation at the front end of the whole thing, right? Yeah. All right. And I want to play it, and I want to say this before we even get into it. I listened to it yesterday, and I was blown away how great it was. It was awesome. Great job. So I, I, I think we could even share the whole thing. It's only a minute, minute and a half. So here's Jimmy yesterday in Sir Laurier Park, right? Yeah, Wilford Laurier. Laurier Park. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, hi, uh, my name is uh, James White. As they said, I'm from the locker room on uh, 95.7 Cruise FM. I'm a huge supporter of Kids Helpful. Uh, yeah, and what they do. When I was younger, I was teased, bullied, and picked on almost every day I went to school. I was called names. I was stuffed in lockers, and even one time I was beat up to the point of being put in the hospital. Um, and the thing is, is it took a lot of people to help me realize two things. One, it wasn't my fault. I had nothing to do with it. It was happening to me. It wasn't my fault. And two, I wasn't alone. That's why I'm a huge supporter of Kids Help Phone and what they do. It's because they let young people everywhere know that you're not alone and they are there to support people when they need it. And, and, and it's very important. It helped me through a lot and I'm standing here today. I'm part of a radio show. I love my life. And the thing is, is it took help 
from a lot of people. And I grew up in a small town where I didn't know that there was a thing like Kids Help Phone. And I'm so glad it's here. And I'm so, I'd like to thank all of you for being here, supporting Kids Help Phone. Not only are you raising money, but you're bringing awareness to what they do. Thank you guys all for coming. Nice work. Very good job. Um, this is something that Jimmy is very passionate about. Now, for those of you who are tuning in right now and you're thinking to yourself, was there a Jimmy moment? <laughs> Locke, you played yeah. you played this whole thing. Right? And, and there all was the no, audio we have, right? Yeah, there was no Jimmy moment. What happened? And oh, I, I just want to let everybody know that Jimmy did not let us down. This is at the very... Oh, there's more audio. <laughs> this is at the very front end of that speech. Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> What are you, Michael Scott now? <laughs> no. Let's dance. <laughs> no, that, that was... Man, because the person that was handing me the mic, I was going right, she was going right, I was going left, oh. she was going right. I thought you were psyching yourself up. <laughs> Let's dance, everybody. Let's do this. <laughs> no, That's it's... what I thought. No, they, like, oh, she was I... handing me the mic, and we were both going the same direction until we figured out which one's going to go right, which one's going to go oh, left. I thought that was a Michael Scott thing, too. With granted, I were dying You're this in the morning. back room pumping yourself up. Let's do this! Let's dance! Let's dance! It, it kind of sounds like that, but no, that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Good I didn't job. realize I got that on tape. <laughs> Good job, little buddy. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. They're apparently working on another Blair Witch project. Like, do we need that in our lives again? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're with me on this one, aren't you? You guys, I think you guys made me watch this for Midget. Yeah, I believe we did, yeah. Might have been one of the October movies. Because every October for the whole month, you guys make me watch horror movies. I got to be honest. This is actually to be the fourth one in the franchise. Oh, they they have released other ones. Yeah. Okay, I thought there was just the first one. No, they've done a few other similar type things. Kind of like the paranormal activities, like... Same umbrella. I have a very, yeah. I have a mental block with these movies because I, <laughs> I went to the theater for the first one. I like I got dragged out by yeah, a friend, yeah. um, who was into horror movies, and this movie scared the living bejesus well, out of me because he didn't know if it was real or not. When they brought it out, like yeah, I, they they sold it as found footage. Hey, we found this footage and made a movie, and nobody That's knew right. if it was like, did is this real or or what is this and. I watched it, and I was terrified watching this movie as a kid. Because there's a handful of movies that scene in the tents, but when they're oh in the tent God. and the little handprints coming in, oh. yeah, it's a scary movie. Like the the hair on the back of my neck is standing up right now, <laughs> just thinking about it. There's a handful of movies that I've watched in my life that that took me time to recover from. Yeah, like, and I still may not have recovered completely from the Blair Witch Project. I don't think he did. Jimmy, can you uh, think of any movies you haven't recovered from? That paranormal activity messed me up for weeks. Like I was like the, you, after you made me watch that. Remember that one cuz you said you watched a couple of these. I watched one of those. I watched that one with you with that young couple. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be on my list. The Blair Witch Project would be on my list. Another one that screwed me up when I was a kid, and I don't know why, because I'm not, like, it's not a... It's not like a... Real scary? It's not a scary thing for me. It's not like, oh, I have a phobia for it. Yeah. But um, Cujo. Do you remember Cujo? Uh, yes. The Stephen King oh, movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie, for whatever reason... Terrified you. Scared the, the people living say that bejesus out of me. I hear people talking about that one as like it scared them really bad when it came out. And then the other one um, that I, I still to this day still makes me angry and I'm still mad about... Um, and it, it stuck with me for years, was Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> How did that scare you? It just didn't scare me. It just, just messed you up. It was such an awful ending. Mm. And so, like, all right, great life. Look at the, you figured everything out. Now you're paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people didn't I like hated the ending that, that movie. movie. I hated that movie. You know what movie scared me as a kid? And I, I've told this before, and it's so funny, because it's like... It's a Mel Brooks movie, but Dracula dead and loving it. I remember my parents watching it, and I like watched a bit of it. And there was a scene where he like looks in somebody's window, and he goes in, and I was terrified to look at my windows after that because I just didn't want to see anybody out my window. All right, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. What movie did you have a tough time recovering from? The locker room topic of the day. What movie did you have a hard time recovering from? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. A couple are coming in now that are that I also can add to my list. Slim Chris said uh, arachnophobia. Uh, he after that he saw a spider in his room. Is that room. the one with Jennifer Lopez or something? No, no. Uh, John Goodman is the exterminator. Oh, okay. It's almost sticky though. Like it's from the nineties, nineteen ninety. John Jeff Daniels was in that, uh, but Slim Chris said he. Couldn't kill a spider in his room after after that movie came out and he watched it. I'm trying to remember that movie. I think I've seen it, but... Nick couldn't go near the furnace room for weeks after he watched A Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street was another one. Uh, but the thing with that one, I was trying to think about the reason why Cujo stuck with me. Yeah. Because it was... Cujo was kind of believable. There was this outside chance that something like that could happen. Right. Whereas the Nightmare on Elm Street was such a step outside of reality for me that I, those movies didn't... They bothered me, but they didn't... Not in that way. They didn't get into my psyche. Uh, Kale said Starship Troopers. I watched it when I was seven and I was terrified of bugs. <laughs> for years after that, um, Steve, The People Under the Stairs... Um, oh, that's a rough one. I didn't want to that. Seen is that is a one. rough movie. Serena, The Exorcist, um, Christy, Event Horizon. Um, she said that. she didn't sleep for days, um, and then a f- good few months um, before she could sleep with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, Event Horizon. I don't. I, I've heard of it, but I didn't realize it was that scary. I don't know that one. I don't know that at all. Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Neill. All right. Yeah. Is that the space station one or yeah. the underwater one? A spacecraft vanishes for years and suddenly reappears. I don't know this movie at all. Hmm. Huh. It's got the Jurassic I don't Park remember it being scary. I'm going to have to stay away from that one. <laughs> 780-989-0957. What movies did you have a tough time recovering from? The locker room topic of the day. What movie or movies did you have a hard time recovering from? 780-989-0957. Seven. Seven. Came oh, in. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, God! <laughs> oh! Do we need to talk Brad about... Pitt. What that was... That's the ending. Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It was a good movie. Because the guy that did it was... Was there, wasn't he? No, they, at the he, end? Tur- he, he turned himself in and he was taking them to the last bot, uh, the last mur- uh, that's, murder. That's right. That's right. And then, so Brad Pitt tried to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Oh, yeah. He sh- shot him, I think, a couple times, didn't he? That's right. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. Who played the bad guy in that again? That I was can- Kevin Spacey was the bad guy. Was player. Kevin Spacey? Right? That's right. Okay, because he was he was killing uh, he was killing everybody uh, w- based on the seven deadly sins. That's why that's it was called yeah, seven. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So that's a typical example of a Brad Pitt movie where I'm just I'm not sure he gets the credit, and I know you hate him, but that's no. A actually, he thing. did. He he Tabor did. Thing. Good. It's too beautiful. He makes did. Jimmy feel things. <laughs> <laughs> he did good in that movie. I, I thought that movie you, was. We made was you watch that one for. But I mean, that, that, no, to me, I've that was one of before. his mo- his like one of his best performances. Yeah, you just don't really think about it, though. No, when you talk you about Brad Pitt movies, you kind of forget about Seven. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Anyway, all right. Um, yeah, we'll keep going. Seven eight zero. Seven Tabor rules. <laughs> seven eight zero or nine five seven. The locker room topic of the day. What movie did you have a hard time recovering from? Seven eight zero ninety nine zero nine five seven. Child's Play. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi Ho. <laughs> yeah, that one messed me up too. Really? Eh? Yeah, I don't okay, know why. Again, when, when it's, it's so like unbelievable, I have a hard time. When they were kind of like supposed to be tongue in cheek funny too, but it messed me up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. We've been trying to get Jimmy. He hates that years, doll so much. Years. But I mean, it would be really funny if you showed it. You know what you gotta do is you gotta show up dressed like Chucky, but for something where you're not supposed to dress up for. Yeah. <laughs> like half the things that are we half our events. Hall party. <laughs> no, no, we no, already no, have a already hall, party a hall party plan. Party plan. <laughs> yeah, we already got that all worked out. <laughs> Movies that you had a tough time recovering from seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Viking Joe said the human centipede. Yeah. I I don't I, know I that want, movie. Yeah, I, I watched it because it was such a thing for a while like everyone was talking about it i so. remember it was a pop culture thing yeah, for sure it's where he sews them all together and makes a centipede out of people yeah so like you want to be on the front of the line let's just say that <laughs> it was disturbing <laughs> kind of like the horse costume <laughs> uh carrie said poltergeist poltergeist uh, my hate for clowns continued and i had a young daughter with long blonde hair Okay, well, Poltergeist d- d- didn't have clowns? What? Are you mixing up two? No, Poltergeist was clowns. No, it wasn't. No, Poltergeist uh, was it. That was, was the kid in the TV. Yeah. That was the old lady with the, the tiny little round lady. And, and she, the clown yeah. doll is a minor antagonist in Poltergeist. Yeah, there was a clown doll in it. I just remember the girl oh, being the sucked doll, into the TV. The yeah. doll there talked a, to her in the bedroom. Yeah, oh, in the bedroom. Okay, her, that's right. She had that right. big clown doll. 
That, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what it. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Poltergeist. The original one bothered me. For sure, for sure. Uh, Steve says, 40 years later, my wife still won't go in the water because of Jaws. <laughs> a lot of sharks. Uh, Steven had to sleep with a flashlight on his face for a week after watching Darkness Falls. Okay. Um, haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one either. Um, this one's a little... Uh, the Shining, because my dad had the same anger. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't anger. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that was anger was bordering issues. on psych- psychosis. <laughs> the Shining bothered me, too. I could add that one to my list. Uh, Matt said the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well. <laughs> Play this. You want this? We can get rid of this, I think. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So I got a note from... Somebody. By the way, my entire timeline on Twitter is full of. Uh, well, when people mad at me about my uh, uh, one thing is people are mad at me about my tweet from this morning. Yeah, was, I don't want to be a dick, but if the Leafs don't win in the a game in the second round, do they technically make the second round? I really kind of asked for it. <laughs> but then the other thing is um, everybody sending me. Um, products for Jimmy to try for his balls. <laughs> I had no idea there were so many things out there for your balls. Oh yeah, um, a large yes. selection. So, uh, so I appreciate it. Thank you. That's that's all I saw all weekend. Hey, I listened to the podcast. Let Jimmy know I have a similar issue with my balls. <laughs> Maybe he should try this product. I got women weighing in. Everyone, everyone's yeah. weighing it. Yeah. And I also got this message from Alex as well, which I thought was pretty funny. Sort of, sort of ties into the, to the Jimmy conversation about his balls. Do you ever have issues like that with yours? Uh, no, not really. Like in the past, I've gold bonded on hot days. See, I've. Um, I, that's more of just comfort. It's not even an issue thing. It's just for comfort. Are you spending enough time naked? I don't spend any time naked. See, that's your issue. Yeah. You got to... Like, Give him some air. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I spend a good chunk of my life naked. Your neighbors know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this message from Alex. He goes, Hey, I read up on Tabor yesterday, and I thought you guys were joking about not being able to swear in public or spit in public and that there being a curfew. <laughs> This is all true. Yeah, it's all real. We don't make anything up when it comes to Tabor. Yeah, you do. No. We we sort of exaggerate, but you gotta... Even you have to admit that it's a backwards town. I think they got rid of those laws after they got rid no. of... No. The- These are still in effect. You can get a ticket for spitting, you can get a ticket for swearing, and they still have a curfew. They still ring the the bell <laughs> at ten o'clock. Seventy five dollars for spitting in public, one hundred and fifty dollars for swearing or yelling. It's unbelievable. It really is, and the fact that you're from Tabor is just unbelievable as well. Yeah, yeah. The locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Trent Johnson. 
There's a few things that seem to happen every year when the snow melts. The Leafs lose out of the playoffs. <laughs> We're on our way. We have problems with wildfires. And experts warn people in Edmonton to stop feeding coyotes. What? How did this become a normal thing we have to do every single year? Why do we have to tell people not to feed wild animals? You want to feed squirrels or birds? Go for it. But, like, are people leaving ground beef out for the coyotes every night? (laughs) Trust me, you don't need to feed the coyotes. They can get by on their own. They have survived for thousands and thousands of years on their own. Have you noticed how many missing cat posters there are around the city? (laughs) The coyotes are doing just fine on their own. They don't need you cooking up a prime rib for them, Gladys. Uh, The coyote problem, once again, is out of control in Edmonton. And the city's solution to controlling them is to telling people to carry tennis balls with you uh, when you're out for walks. And then when you see a coyote, you throw it at them so they become scared of humans. It's a real solution. And then there's all this talk about how the coyotes were here first and we need to leave them alone. Uh. Let them be. Uh, No, they can leave. They don't need to stay here. They're animals. They can go live wherever they want. They don't have jobs and houses and taxes to pay. They can just leave. Anyways, don't feed the coyotes unless you want to find out. The Grant the Grant Report is brought to you by our new locker room t-shirt. Yes. Not tonight, ladies. I'm just here to get drunk. The perfect shirt for the locker room listener. Text us now for the link to get yours. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Starting to like Kane. Yeah, you, when they signed Kane, you were like, he's going to ruin the team. Don't do it. You were very against it. I I just thought he was a a meathead. Mm -hmm. I still think he is a meathead. Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I just... He has some moments where I'm like, okay, you get some points for that. Yeah. If you missed it, here's an interview from his uh, from the post game on uh, on Saturday. We don't see a lot of body shots in hockey straps. That's stronger. That, uh, I don't know, is that a- well, yeah, I mean, you also don't see a lot of guys getting jumped from behind and headlocked, and then you know when you when you want around, you sometimes you got to find out. So. Um, that's what happened. Today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So first we have to decide how much do we want to find out. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my around line. That there is going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're gonna find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. Learning with the locker room this morning. <laughs> Three, two, the locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him Mimi. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did you watch? Uh, Wild Things. Sam, <laughs> I miss you so much. I miss you too, Kelly. 
but I can't right now. We got to stick to the plan, okay? There was a suggestion that you might, it might take you a while to watch Wild Things because of some of the sex scenes and stuff. Oh, is that lots of sexy time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, but yeah. there's a lot of text. There's, there's a, that might take there's a, lot, a full day. There's a lot. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's borderline porn. Um, <laughs> you watch it because of Matt Dillon. Yeah. We ended up on Matt Dillon because he was in The Outsiders with Patrick Swayze. Um, what did you think of Wild Things? It was very... Ten! <laughs> Ten. Ten. Ten out of Ten five. Ten out of five. Uh, it was very twisted. Like yeah. there was a lot of like stuff that you didn't see coming, and it was very. I don't know why I've never seen this movie. I mean, either it's got Matt Dillon, Denise Richards, Kevin Bacon. Actually, this whole thing is a six degrees of separation from Kevin and Bacon, Kevin and he's in this make, one. Makes and he's also and he's Bill also Murray. one of the he's also an executive producer. Kevin Bacon was. Huh. Interesting. All right. So um, Nev Campbell. What did you think? Like, uh, I was a little biased because of the sex scenes, but um, <laughs> I gave it a four. Okay, all right, there we go. Four buttered Tabor cobs of corn out of five for wild things. You're in the locker room on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. The rain is yeah, needed, but then the forest fires that come with it are a bit of an issue. <laughs> Having a rough day today. <laughs> Rain causes forest fires. No, it, it does not. I'm I'm aware of that. Thank you for all the texts. Also, thank you for pointing out that I've already jumped to game four in the Oilers series. Yeah, you got the Oilers up to one. <laughs> you're having you're having a day. I may have been drinking this weekend. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but. Uh, can't pull anything past the old locker room listener, though. Another moment with Dr. Locke. This is actually kind of funny. So, it's not funny. High blood pressure. I'm not saying high blood pressure is funny. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I'm saying that the cause of it's kind of funny based on sort of the conspiracy theory revolving around cell phones. Okay. I was reading a study that was suggesting that if you spend 30 minutes a week talking on the phone, there's this higher likelihood talking physically. Hi. On the phone, 30 minutes. Grant, how are you yeah. doing today? Okay, la, 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 la. Uh, and you guys all hate it when I phone you. Yes. Um... If you spend a 30 minutes or more, you have a, 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 a correlated percentage higher chance of getting high blood pressure. Okay. And so is, is that because the phone, like the conversations are stressing you out? or is No, that... it's the radio frequency energy oh. from the phone. I'm going to have to put a Ziploc bag on my phone again. <laughs> but remember when this was... Was the thing, and everyone was talking about getting brain cancer and everything like Tumors. that. You talked on the phone too much. Yeah, people had literally cases to protect from the radio waves. <laughs> well, to, now to prevent tumors, they're literally saying that the radio frequency from being on the phone that it emits can actually increase your chance of higher blood pressure. Wow. <laughs> Just another reason to put it to voicemail. So blood pressure or hypertension? Yeah. Huh. So don't answer. So is your it phone. the same for FaceTime? Because you do yeah, a lot of FaceTime. Yeah, I was going to ask, does time. FaceTime count? Probably. I think it has to do with... Although that's not right up to your face, so... It, I think it has to do with this. Like, so, literally. So if you're driving and you got it on Bluetooth, then it doesn't count. No. 
I think it has to be, you have to have the thing pressed to the side of your head. Okay. In order for it to have it. And there well, are a I lot of people that still spend a lot of time on the phone. Don't put it in your pocket because you can't have babies. Right next to your old. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least put it in the back pocket. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lord God, give us rain. And a little luck and we'll do the rest. Amen. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't laugh at this. I'm sorry. It just makes me laugh. Grandson, get over here. Uh, Yellowstone is ending, and then they're, but, but they're not coming in. back with a new Yellowstone. So they're just gonna like put a bullet in this one, and then yeah, and so, then do a whole new version of it. Second half of season five comes out in November. Okay, and that is the last batch of episodes for the original. Kevin Costner's leaving. And then he's coming out with a sequel, which they are also calling Yellowstone. And apparently Matthew McConaughey is going to be stepping into the role. Which I don't I don't hate that idea no, because good, I yeah. like Matthew McConaughey. But um Him and apparently Kevin Costner and Taylor Sheridan, the, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of the, the name guy of that the created the show. They're not getting along. That's what they're saying is that they have all sorts of problems. They didn't like each other. And then there was issues with Kevin Costner because he's doing another project and he didn't have time to film new episodes of Yellowstone. And wasn't that project like he was playing almost the exact same character? I think so, yeah. So that would be annoying. Yeah. Right? You take another role where you're basically just being the yeah, same. He's, he's got a... And he uh, did Horizon. He, yeah, he didn't a little really do the cowboy thing until Yellowstone. No, and now it's kind of his thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, d- I don't get the sense that Costner is easy to work with, though. Possibly, yeah. Right? Might be a bit. Plus, uh, he's getting divorced now, so he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot. Yeah. just Not just professionally, Grant, <laughs> but personally. Wasn't Kevin Costner, wasn't his character in Dances with Wolves kind of cowboyish? Because uh, then he did I guess, that. Yeah. I guess so. He was um, a member of the the Northern Army or something, wasn't he in that? I don't think he was a cowboy. He was a military guy. In yeah. Like, yeah, he was. It, it was did he mil- play Wyatt Earp? Yeah, he, he played in yeah, that. Yeah, he too. played wider. He's a so he's been doing cowboy thing for a long time. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'm wrong, Dan. I, yeah, we were both wrong. Yeah, I just remembered that. I was like, no, oh, I used to love Wyatt Earp. Oh, no, I, was like, I just remember him from Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. What are you doing? 95.7 Cruise right, FM. Right, taking his pants off. All right. A Jimmy unboxing. James Cheater White gets his parcels delivered here. Nobody says parcel anymore, do they? Packages. <laughs> so we're doing an unboxing. What do you got? Open it up. I know exactly what it is. It's my hall party right, pants. Let's see. Your hall party Your pants. Your hall party. Oh. oh, did you order? Did you order hot pants? I've got hall party pants. We've got. Um, what was her name again? Maz. Maz from because we couldn't uh, Alter say, Ego and, um, um, rat, and poison. rat Poison. She's going to do, um, she's in Italy right now, but when she gets back, she's getting back a couple of days she's before make- the hall party. She's doing a uh, an 80s metal makeover on Jimmy. So he's ready for the hall party. <laughs> oh, those, you got to put those on. We're on Facebook Live right now. <laughs> those are bright. <laughs> Let's see them. Let's we're put them gonna, on. We're not going to lose you on that Friday night. All right, here's... Oh, here's, does, that, does that elevator go down or up? I'll catch the next one. 
going down, Mr. Tyler? Is it his, his <laughs> chair going down? <laughs> All right. Oh, now I know why you were taking your pants off. Oh. He's going to oh. try them on. Hello. Ooh, with those underwear. <laughs> We're in the old man underwear today, eh? Uh, little s- <laughs> some split toe action. What are we doing here? Where's the front? Where's the back? There you go. Put your tights on. Yeah, don't put those on backwards. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he did have them backwards, too. Oh, the tighter the better, right? Oh, here we go. Okay, he's got one leg, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be able to wear these for wrestling, too. Oh, my goodness. These are bright. What kind of material is that? Fireproof, for sure. He's going to be the safest guy at the hall party. (laughs) They're going to go all the way up to your neck. I (laughs) I am not helping you put those on. Yeah, get him. Get, go give him a shake. No, grab him by the waist and pick him up. Oh yeah, those fit. We can see your dinger, but they fit. That's what they're supposed to, though, right? Eighties pants are supposed to show off the package. Yeah, if you take some scissors oh, and cut them off at the no, ankles. No, no, no. I'll get Deborah to do it. I'll get my wife to hem them. Yep. Give us a spin. How do they feel? Look at that dumper in those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You look like uh, you could sing for Loverboy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These, these are definitely tight. Working for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Sean. Hello. I think we might have the wrong number, Sean. Uh, I think so. That's okay. That's probably my fault. We I got, got bad fingers. That's okay. Are you uh, on speakerphone, Sean? I am. Uh, take me off speakerphone. Okay. Hold on. The sound quality is better. It's a sound quality issue. Yeah, okay, is that better? Yeah, that's way better. Sean, you okay. are with the Military Police National Motorcycle Rally, right? Relay. Relay, okay, relay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fat yeah. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All and, right. And no, we're not a, we're not a bunch of uh, cops running around handing off batons to each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On bikes, although there's a new sport. That would be a good sport, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a great idea. It's not a horrible idea. Uh, we no, get credit. Locker room gets credit. <laughs> Sean, sure. you have an uh, event. To you have an event coming up. We want to make sure that we touch touch base on. Yeah. Um, so, if, if I can give just a, a tiny, tiny little bit of history first. Yes. On who we are, because. Because a lot of people don't know who we are and are immediately kind of mm, cops. I don't know. So um, what it is, about 15 years ago, a bunch of military policemen um, decided they wanted to uh, help a charity that those people that have served in the military kind of know about. And that's the Military Police Fund for Blind Children. Okay. It, and and that's you know exactly what that name says we have events uh, across the country, um, military bases, and even when we're deployed, to raise money for kids who have sight issues. To okay, perfect. Help them, help them with you know have a little better life. So these guys who also had a passion for riding motorcycles thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if we rode our motorcycles across the country to raise money for these kids? Very cool. And, uh, and so this is actually our 15th year uh, of doing this. Wow. And uh, 
Yeah, so the ride actually kicks off in Victoria uh, on the 1st of July, and they start making their way across. Now, you have uh, you guys have done quite well, like as far as money raised, obviously. Yeah, uh, um, so, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, so, so far you've raised how much over the last 15 years? Uh, eight, over $850,000. Nice. And our, and our goal this year is to crack a million. Good for you cool. guys. And when does yeah. the relay actually start? Uh, so the national coast to coast relay starts July 1st in Victoria. Okay. Um, but here in Alberta, our first event is on the 10th of June. Okay. Perfect. And it starts here in Edmonton. Um, we're going to meet at the Garrison Tim Hortons because, hey, there you go. Cop doesn't love Tim Hortons. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knows and, where it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You, yeah. you just say, hey, you know that Timmy's on the base? Yeah. And they go, uh, <laughs> yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, so we're going to meet there at uh, 11 o'clock on the, the 10th of June. Okay. Uh, so anybody who hasn't registered online can register with us. It's a $20 registration fee. And that's and the point of our conversation this morning, Sean, is to actually get the awareness from the from the sign up perspective. You you yeah, want you exactly. want you want people involved. So, is there a web page oh, we sure. should send them to? Uh, well, we have a. Oh, actually, yes, there is. Now, um, then, this is the national website, yeah. but they can uh, sign up there. Now, it's a Google site, so it's kind of a wonky web address. So, it's actually easier to just Google. Uh, Military Police National Motorcycle Relay. Perfect. It's the first thing that pops up. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, we'll help you get the message out and and keep us I posted. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah. And send- hey, if, if any of you guys ride, or you know, if maybe Jimmy wants to get strapped down on a bike, then do you have a sidecar? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but we can maybe see what we can do. <laughs> I um, I used to ride when I was a kid, like dirt bikes and stuff, and I've. And and I've always wanted to get back into it. It's just I'm pretty certain that I'm not cool enough to be on a bike. Uh, I am definitely not either, my friend. <laughs> well, listen, Sean. Uh, good luck with the uh, with the upcoming fundraiser, and I, I appreciate you thinking of the of the locker room in 95.7 Cruise FM. Thank you for helping us out. It's it's really appreciated. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.